get it. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. This is the United States military. You will not penetrate this country. You will not get past Jump Street. You're not going to come in here and kill additional Americans. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Live from Studio C. Uh, C, senor, but we're not in Studio C. It's a uh, dimly... That's right. Live from my uh, trailer out front of my house. And the um, palatial Getty vacation compound on the shores of Lake Geneva, Switzerland. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Thank you. Uh, I am in a dimly lit room, though, because I like it dark. And uh, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. All of us, together, apart. Which is, you know, an okay play on words, but it's not very inspiring. It's not, we will fight on the beaches, we will fight in the air and on the land, we will never forget. No, this is... It's just not good. So we're broadcasting from our own homes today. It's kind of an experiment in case we end up having to do this for uh, months to come. And it'll either work well or uh, somewhere in between or be a total disaster. We don't have really any idea of that. I would say the, the band between excellent and disaster is fairly narrow anyway, really. Generally. I now, mean... I- my, my sense of things would be you'd prefer to work from home if you had your oper- if you had the option set up everything. That is correct. Yeah. Yes, and I would hate that. I would absolutely hate that. Um, I would rather be at the studio any day of my life. So you know, uh, uh, I, I like I just I like being at work. I feel I feel like I'm at work. I'm at work. I feel like working when I'm at work. When I when I'm at home, I don't feel like working. I, I want to be somewhere else. What do I want to be doing right now? Doing the dishes. That's what I'd like to be doing. I'm, you I'm want home. to do the dishes? I'm home. I feel like I need to do the dishes. There's a load of laundry in the dryer right now that needs to be folded as soon as that gets done. I Old just, simple uh, feel like jack. I'm, but I'm in stay a on top complex of this way. Yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking out the window of my trailer right here. The lawn could stand to be mowed. Uh, I see a number of things that need to be done. Uh, bring the trash cans in from yesterday. All that sort of stuff. See, and I don't think about that when I'm at work. There's probably room for your trailer at the Palatial Getty Vacation Compound on the shores of Lake Geneva. I'm sure there is. Um, Oh, look at the waves lapping. So did you did you turn your jet off so it'll be quieter, or do you leave it running in case you need to leave right away? Well, I'm lowering my carbon footprint even as I'm sheltering in place. Of course, it's off. Did you see this story that came out? This has come out just like this morning in the last couple of hours. Some new study that says mere breathing is is spreading the coronavirus. They had thought that like coughing and sneezing and the droplets, and we all know about that. But they think it's uh, more like aerosol. Just mere breathing in a room is spreading it. Well, that sure settles the whole uh, am I wearing a mask thing or or should you be Uh, wearing a mask thing? Well, the, a number of outlets, including the Wall Street Journal, are reporting that the, the CDC is prepared today to announce that all Americans should wear an, a mask. So as we predicted yesterday, uh, that by this weekend, we'd all be told to be wearing masks. That is coming true. And this new report that says it's uh, aerosol coming out of your mouth, just naturally breathing, would definitely uh, lead us that direction. Actually, well, we yeah, should have... We... Go ahead. We should have been wearing masks weeks ago, and we all know that. 
Well, right, yeah. I mean, we predicted it would be this weekend. We demanded it like three, four days ago. Why is the CDC several days behind us? I don't know. I don't quite understand what's going on here. And then you've got this other story. I don't know if you're following it. The only place I've seen it is on Tucker, and then Trump tweeted about it uh, either last night or this morning because he watches Fox. Um, uh, Have you heard that story with the 3M and uh, how they're selling their masks to other countries? No. Boy, no, I just heard the president talking about how they had to get a little uh, presidential foot to their hind end, and that's why, huh? Yeah, so um, Tucker talked to uh, the guy that's in charge of emergency response for the state of Florida, and this guy was livid. And Tucker came on the air last night on his Fox show and said, look, we had a show planned. We've decided to blow it all out because I just got off the phone with this uh, guy in Florida who's been talking to 3M, and this is way bigger and more important. So I'm just going to put him on right now. And they had a conversation about it. And so apparently this guy, um, and this is happening at other states too, they've been contacting 3M, say, hey, you know, we need a bunch of masks for our hospitals and everything here in the state uh, we're ready to buy them and 3m has been giving them uh, giving them the runaround with well we've got some in this warehouse they'll be ready by this weekend and then this weekend comes and they don't have them and then they say they're on a plane and then this guy in florida said i started checking into like plane logs and they were telling me about planes that don't even exist and aren't even in the air so they were just making crap up and it turns out 3m is selling these masks sometimes that were already committed to like some state uh they would sell them to foreign countries who are coming in with cash um and and just you know, it's just a profit deal. Oh and, boy! And uh, and and this guy from Florida and Tucker were outraged. I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know what the rules are on this. I don't know the, what the how this works, but I, I'm I would assume that during World War II, it wasn't an option for uh, Germany to come in and say, "Hey Ford, how about you make planes for us instead of the United States? We'll pay you cash." And that would, you know, people would have been okay with that. Right, right. That's rotten. So that's what the pre- the president was being pretty vague during his press conference yesterday. Right, but right. now I get it. Huh. Well, and this is one of the big points. One of the big points of the national discussion is our reliance on the just-in-time global supply chain. And you've got 3M. They're probably saying, "Look, we got a manufacturing facility in Malaysia, and the government is here with guns, telling us we get the masks." So, you know, I'm not I'm not ready to demonize 3M till I get all the facts. But I I would suggest that that's the real answer. We need to decide what's essential, and like in the days of yore. 20 years ago, uh, make sure we have manufacturing capability for everything we'll need in a crisis, obviously, whether it's tanks or masks. And I've never thought about this before, but what is is there a legal obligation to to sell to your home country first? I mean, it certainly seems ethically and morally that you ought to. Um, Although, if you're a business and you're trying to stay afloat, if... If Germany has, hey, we'll give you cash, we'll Venmo you the cash right now, and all the other states are saying, yeah, we'll buy them and we'll pay you, you know, when we get get around to it. Um, are you obligated to sell to the states in your own country? I would like them to, but I don't. I don't know how that works from a business standpoint. Well, right, and that's why the president's invoked the Defense Procurement Act not to take over all of American industry as the Democrats dream of and compel them to do, you know, everything he says every day, but just to prevent any sort of hinky, hinkiness like we're talking about. But this guy from Florida was livid. We'll have to get some uh, some clips from from him. Well, he 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 figured out finally that he he was just being given the runaround and being lied to by 3M, which would really piss you off. I mean, at the very least, just openly say, "Hey, we sold them to Germany. They had cash, and you didn't." So instead of uh, uh, "There's a plane coming in from Chicago, but it looks like it's been delayed." Oh, really? What plane? What airline? Because it turned out it was all made up. Wow, that dude is good at his job, checking the plane logs and everything. 
Yeah. Well, he couldn't figure out why they weren't getting their masks. Yeah. Uh, um, it's 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 a frustrating situation. I don't know if this it ultimately ends up being a good run through to prepare us for something even worse, like a war with China or something, and helps us get prepared. Um, it's it's just a little beyond a run through since it's one of the greatest crises in our, in, in in our country's history. Well, yeah, and I don't know that it needs to be worse. What with China reopening their their wet bat markets and the uh, and the, the crap. <laughs> I mean, we may just have a new one of these every two years. Oh, that reminds me, my favorite bit of really really dark humor through this whole thing is <laughs> somebody texted me this sign. If you if you believe one person can't change the world, you've never eaten a half cooked Chinese bat. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. That thanks is for pretty nothing, funny. China. Yeah. Well, there's there, there's even more information on that whole thing too. And uh, unfortunately, the partisan back and forth of will there be an investigation? What did the president know and when did he know it? Now there's a pushback on that with, oh, yeah, what did Adam Schiff know and when did he know it? Since he's the chair of the intelligence committee and the intelligence agencies, CIA, etc., were apparently screaming as loud as they could. Look, there's this horrifying virus exploding in China. We need to do something about it. Uh, was he paying attention? So uh, it could get ugly from both directions when you start investigating when this is all over. Uh-huh. No doubt. Which is very fun. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to get started now. Uh, these people are still back in the studio. We are at our homes. Uh, there is uh, board operator Michelangelo pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers, breathing in aerosolized COVID-19. How are you this morning, Michael? Yeah, it must be nice to be at home, guys. Um, hey, but this is cool. I can see you guys through the camera, and I'm especially looking forward to watching Joe Getty throughout the show is I do want to see his butler or sleeve boy come you know in and out of the studio giving him stuff sleeve boy is allowed to sleep for 10 more minutes Michael he'll be joining me soon and if he doesn't well the repercussions will be ours I meant to turn off the uh the the heater here and can you hear the heater running I'll turn it off see if it gets quieter okay yeah it does uh it's a little rumbling in the background yeah I forgot I meant to turn that off because I came out to I, I came out to the um the trailer out here and uh, parked on our property, and um, it was freezing cold in here. So I had to fire up the the heat. I said, "Come on, do some deep knee bends, warm up a little bit." Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna want um, an audio tour of the trailer before yeah, the show is this over. Like a Wouldn't that be exciting? No, no, no. It's a uh, it's a, a 35 foot uh, travel trailer. It's got a couple of bedrooms and a bathroom and a living room. Is and there a that horn sort of you could honk? <laughs> I suppose if I got close enough, I could hawk a horn. Awesome. Are uh, you I, six? Yes. <laughs> I do plan to have my kids out here uh, later to do a little uh, time on the radio. They really wanted to be on the radio today. so awesome. and, and That seemed like a good break from the, uh, I was going to say from the mayhem. It'll be mayhem if they're both on the radio, but <laughs> different sort of mayhem. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, just uh, I would once again like to sing the quick praises of my rice cooker. It's, a, it's something that I, I, I grabbed several years ago. I've recently dusted it off as I have uh, re- remembered the, the fine filling cuisine that is a humble bowl of rice with various things on top. Uh, a big, big, big fan of that. Uh, looking forward to more of that this weekend as uh, Ozark Season 3 has dropped this week. I have yet to start it just because there's so much good stuff. I'm a little bit behind on it, but I'm looking forward to, to checking that out this weekend. We got through episode four of Tiger King last night as that, uh, you know, more and more of the characters get revealed to be what they are. It's a, a sordid tale. Maybe we'll talk more about that later. Episode four, Solid Jack. Episode five, Strap Yourself In. Oh, really? Good. I'll oh, get around to that gosh, this weekend. Yeah. 
I hope so. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, April 3rd. The, it is the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Sleep, boy, over easy. Over easy. I'm sorry. Let's begin the show now, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Witch hunt after witch hunt after witch hunt. And in the end, the people doing the witch hunt have been losing, and they've been losing by a lot. Yeah, I can't. I cannot believe that we're into this already. The, Nancy Pelosi actually said two days ago, "We need to find out what did the president know and when did he know it." Like it's Watergate. That's what that reference is from. And uh, another investigation, and once again down this road. And I can't believe it's happening now. It's I wouldn't have been surprised. It's comedic. I mean, yeah, seriously, I w- you can't take. I- well, you can't take it seriously. I wouldn't have been shocked if it happened in uh, late August when all this is over and the election is coming up. But the fact that it's happening now, uh, when three days ago the president told the nation we need to buckle in for two horrifying weeks, the fact that it's happening now is just <sighs> amazing. Anyway, how does a uh, mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. We could do uh, hours of it. Just fabulous really? people emailing well, mailbag just... at armstrongyegetty.com. Oh, maybe I'll pull the couch out into a bed here and just lie down and listen to you do mailbag. Or go mow the lawn, as previously discussed. Mow the lawn, fold the laundry, do the dishes. I got a number that that cat over there looks like he could stand to be fed. Um, (laughs) A lot of things I need to get done. Uh, We have um, uh, clips of the week on the way. How good is it, Sean? A scale of one to ten. Oh, it's 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 tough for the the creator to judge his own art. You know what I mean? Like I, they are. <laughs> so it's all, not very good. Is that what you're saying? All special to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hilarious. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Broadcasting from our own homes today to be prepared for the uh, plague should it hit our area in such a way that we couldn't even go into work if we wanted to. Although the numbers for California have been pretty darn good. I saw um, uh, MSNBC Morning Joe talking about that uh, with Gavin Newsom, the governor of california this morning on you know, california was the first state to shelter in place and it, it may have, have had a huge effect because uh for the biggest state in the country the numbers are way lower than like louisiana and a variety of other smaller states yeah the numbers of deaths certainly are significant uh man we're, we're already running late huh i was gonna say well it's frustrating though i look at all these statistics and they're all built on uh, ridiculously insufficient testing there's no data i mean it's well, silly it, the, That's why the I only number look at of infections is up by twenty percent. No, it's That's not. The testing's up by a hundred percent. The rate of infections might be down by twenty percent, but you think they're up? Yeah, that's why I really only look at deaths because that's the only thing you can be certain of. Yeah, generally. Yeah, yeah. Dark times. Mailbag. No, where's the oh. buzzer? Where's the buzzer, Michael? Hit it with the buzzer. This was only a test. Oh, that was weak, huh? You know what you're doing? You're drinking at home. I can tell that's what's going on at your house. Don't you judge me. Don't you. All right. Do we have time for Clips of the Week? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Okay. Uh, Tis Kent Brockman reporting from my own home. (laughs) And above all, try to smile. Because when you smile, that makes everybody else feel better. The peak, the highest point of death rates, remember this, is likely to hit in two weeks. 
They also have kicked out reporters from the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and the Washington Post. That's the hallmark of a communist government that is trying to cover up. Flake and Safe Space are the twins, and their names are very similar to screen time. Political condoms. Vote for me or you need this because you're screwed. As they ask their kid to go kill his first spider. He's using a poker chip, so there's a lot going on in this house. I want to thank the president in this respect. We got that USNS Mercy, that large hospital ship. Let me assure you something. These shows we're going to do are going to tell you nothing. They will contain no information. Did you guys hear about the actress who got stabbed? No, what happened? Reese. With a spoon? No, with a knife. <laughs> but unless you just ran out of groceries, please stay the f at home. Yo, what is going on everyone? Today I'm going to show you guys all how to hack Zoom online classes. Damn, we're in a tight spot. Jolene, can't you let Dolly have anything? So we'll get to emails and texts on the way and the very latest numbers from all the different uh, fronts and uh, this and that. You know, bringing you up to speed, I guess, is what we do. Outstanding, cow, by the way. Outstanding. A weird, 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 weird times and a weird, 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 weird week. Apparently, there's a movement online to name Dr. Fauci the sexiest man alive. I don't really know if that helps uh, really with anything. I'm not sure that gets us any closer to where we need to be. Uh, President Trump did a another test yesterday, not because they thought he had the virus, but mostly to just show the new 15-minute test is out. They swabbed him, and within 15 minutes, they were able to come back and say that he was uh, negative. So hopefully those will be getting around, and we'll all get tested sometime soon. I have a feeling I'm going to be tested in about 2026. Uh, yeah, I've gotten that idea. I think if you're an average person and you're sick and wonder if you have it, they just say, well, yeah, I wonder, too. Why don't you go home and try to recover? If you get worse, call us again. So unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I've heard some from some family friends whose uh, daughter, uh, niece slash daughter, um, is uh, very ill. and uh, But she hasn't been to China lately and hasn't come into contact with anybody who has. So apparently... At That's still the places, standard? They're still using that standard, which astounds me. There are 245,000 confirmed cases in the United States. You don't have to have been to China. Yeah, I know it. I know it. It seems insane to me. I realize it's just a method of rationing, but it's a I get dumb it. one. I get yeah. it, but yeah, come on. You, yeah, wow. Anyway, uh, hitting you with the numbers, the latest from Johns Hopkins, there were, uh, as of last night, 5,983 deaths in the U.S. The reason I bring that up is that's a 16.9% increase, which is much smaller than the increases have been day-to-day for the past several weeks. So I don't mm-hmm. know if any, I haven't heard anybody say we're over the hump or anything like that, but that's that's definitely not the sort of jump we've been having. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, indeed. Interesting. So also a lot of attention being paid to the Navy captain who complained about the Navy's coronavirus response on his aircraft carrier and got removed from uh, command for it. Uh, And a number of doctors, nurses around the country who have called attention to potentially deadly problems and gotten sacked for it. Some of them are, are legitimate firings, in my opinion. Some are absolutely not. Uh, so we'll talk about that, among other things. But uh, how about a little mail bag? Oh, first of all, our freedom-loving quote of the day. Finishing up our, for now, our uh, Thomas Sowell series. Loading, loading, loading. Here it is. Yeah, I hate it. Website. See, I don't want to print as much as I do at work. I'm very happy to waste the company's resources, um, less so my own. Are you worried about running out of uh, paper or toner? Uh, the the ink stuff. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Finally, you the ink see- is a, the ink is a real. That's a hurdle for for printers, home printers. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. And keep in mind, that's why printers are cheap. They exist to sell ink. Anyway, it's like uh, McDonald's burgers exist to sell Coke. Uh, here you go. You can see the agenda behind the rhetoric when profits are called unconscionable. But taxes never are, even when oh. taxes take more than half of what someone has earned or That's add much more to the prices we have to pay than profits do. That is a good one. Yeah, I like that one. That is uh, a good one. You hear about a CEO getting a bonus or a company making a profit and certain percentages are always just, oh, that's just, that's that's un-American. It's unconscionable. That's, there's no limit for a tax rate, apparently, though. Yep. So uh, here's a nice note from Michael. Guys, uh, I'm following some uh, MAGA patriots, QAnon types, whatever, about the hashtag film your hospital tag. Right. From what I gather, uh, they think the coronavirus is either a hoax or is not as bad as made out, so that while the world is locked down, some special units are out arresting deep state and pedophile types and putting them on prison ships. Well, I, I was afraid it was something Jeez. crazy. Right? I, I, yeah, I was completely unaware of this angle of it. And they say that when, that hundreds of pedophiles have already been arrested in Italy and Spain, and there's going to be a three-day blackout of the Internet and phones so the massive arrest can happen here in the U.S. sometime before Easter. I uh, just thought you should know in case you see a line of unmarked cars or black helicopters out and about. Uh, okay. Well, right. did you see that that giant ship that's in uh, New York? You know, they've got one of those giant Navy hospitals in L.A. and one in New York. The one in New York has got three patients in it. Thousand beds, three patients. Wow. wow. For a variety okay. for a variety of bureaucratic reasons. Oh, boy. So, got this note from uh, frequent correspondent Mike. Just got back from the Northwest Arkansas Medical Center in Bentonville with my oldest daughter. She's had uh, a bit of a cold, something low fever. Last night, her fever peaked at around 103 degrees, so I called the hospital. They said, go ahead and bring her in. Walked in the door, asked her if she'd been out of the country or in contact with anyone with COVID-19, and she said, not as far as I know. They took her temperature. It was 102 at that point. Uh, they put a sticker on her that said screened, placed us in the general population at the ER, which was empty. Uh, the extent of her treatment was giving her some ibuprofen for the fever, x-ray of her lungs, and sent her home because she seemed low risk. Uh, so that's the way it works. I asked if they recommended self-isolation or wearing a mask, and they said it's never a bad idea to stay at home as much as possible, but, but masks do no good unless you have the virus, and we don't wow. know if she does. That is really something. And there's another reason to stay away from the ER. Um, so they put her just out in the ER with everybody else. 
God, I swear if I broke my ankle now, I would just uh, walk it off <laughs> or let it heal on its own. I would not go sit in the ER for a couple hours. Yeah, well, again, though, they're they're practically empty, and more on that to come. Uh, Allie writes, uh, being essential sucks. Good morning to the lifesavers in my world right now, keeping me sane five days a week. Well, good morning to you. Uh, my husband and I help run a small group of family-run grocery stores in Colorado. Um, I want to please ask you to stress to people how important it is to understand that my employees are doing the very best they can under the worst of conditions, and they deserve to be treated with at least a modicum of respect, or even a modicum and a half. They are tired, exhausted, they're scared for themselves and their families, but they show up every day with smiles on their faces and do their very best to keep the shelves stocked with limited supplies. I promise you that if you see an empty spot on the shelf, and unfortunately there are many, the product is not being hoarded in a back room. Uh, I'm sitting in my car now trying to find the energy to walk in the store. Chances are my employees are doing the same. Please be kind. Please only come in if you have to. So uh, there you go. People, so people are being mean to the people stocking the shelves? Well, under normal circumstances, people are mean to retail workers and food service workers. Yeah. And that's why, you know, the hashtag or whatever it was, everybody should be, you know, constricted by the government to do a year in or six months in food service and a, six months in retail just to learn how to act. So yeah, imagine that plus, you know, all the stress and uncertainty and desperate need for toilet paper, et cetera. Uh, Tom with an email entitled, Yes, We Have No Bandanas. Since I'm not a hick, I do not own a bandana. Oh. <laughs> and as a, as, a, as a hick, I own like 50. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a shimog. What's that? Should I know what that is? Sean, figure out what that is. It's we hicks don't know what shlemogs are. Shmog. S-H-E-M-A-G-H. Is that the, like the Irish scarfy thing? I don't know. Oh, he says, so I guess I'll look like a terrorist? How long until my small town police respond to a terrorist sighting? I'm screwed. <laughs> so is that the... Uh, uh, it's like the, the, the scarf that they wrap around like the lower half of their face. In the, your Arab Yeah, countries. yeah, an Arab scarf. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I get it. Uh, what about Halloween mask? I have like a Richard Nixon mask that that have... would be uh, that would be perfect, Michael. Why do you have one of those terrorist scarfs there, Bin Laden? You don't have a, a hick scarf, a hick bandana, but you got the terrorist scarf. What that's what's the deal? Maybe he loves Saudi Arabia better than he loves America. I think a little waterboarding would get the info out of him. Oh, 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 oh boy, you hear that, Tom? Maybe shelter in place, brother. Let's see. Oh, this is a nice note from Dr. Fred. Really great. All sorts of detail and documents and stuff. I'll just share a bit of it with you. Uh, he says, first of all, you two are very sensible, comical, informative. Let's say infensical. <laughs> <laughs> so, number one, Dr. Fred shares my love of being more efficient by combining words. Uh, and, and he's talking about masks, wearing masks. Um, and he says the most important part of this is to help slow the, uh, slow the spread, flatten the curve, or whatever catchy phrase you want to use. The reason that we should all wear masks is to keep from giving the virus to those around us. We would not be wearing masks to keep from getting the virus. But if we all wore them, then no one who is infected but without symptoms would go around unwittingly infecting the rest of us. I know it's simple, huh? He's been badgering the CDC to come out with this uh, guideline, this recommendation, now for many days and has been a little f frustrated at his inability to get them to listen until now. It, it occurs to me we should start designating innie masks and outie masks. We all need to wear outie masks so we're not 
putting virus out. Now, the any mask thing, that's up to you. If you go to the grocery store, you got an N95 mask, and you know how to put it on and off and all, go ahead. Super. But the masks are mostly about Audi. Okay? There we go. We got tons more as needed throughout the day, too, including this uh, fabulous craft uh, made by uh, Melissa in Visalia. Oh, she has made a beautiful quarantine wreath made of uh, hazard tape, do not cross tape, uh, caution tape like you'd see at a crime scene. And in the middle it says, quarantine 2020, this much fun is contagious. Oh, that is cute. That's fabulous. (laughs) You know what? I'll try to uh, send that picture to Hanson so he can post it at armstrongandgetty.com. Plenty more uh, email and correspondence and real-life first-person accounts of uh, reality coming up as needed. Yeah, the the monthly unemployment numbers hit. We should probably mention that, among other things, coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. After suspending the basketball season due to the coronavirus, the NBA is reportedly planning to launch a players-only NBA 2K video game tournament and will broadcast the games on ESPN. Wait, that's on ESPN? What's on ESPN 2? Antiques Roadshow? (laughs) (laughs) So... The sound quality, obviously, not what you're normally used to there from Seth Meyers, as he and a lot of those shows are doing their thing for, from home, and we're from home today. And I wonder if the world is going to just decide, you know what, that sounds good enough or that looks good enough. Why spend so much money on perfect sound quality in a perfect-looking studio? The joke is as funny from your bathroom as it is from a you know, studio whatever in New York. Right. A lot of it's just convention. And honestly... Yeah, sure. Given a week or so of thinking, okay, let's see, we have this deficit the way we're doing it now. How do we overcome that? You know, give people a week or two weeks and they'll overcome those, you know, insufficiencies anyway. It'll be fine. We were talking to a financial guy the other day who said things are never going to be the same for the workplace. And because uh, he said people are set up to work from home now, and they, you know, people that had never logged on to Zoom or set up their computer for whatever have now, and uh, and and you know, holding the meeting is, is like flipping a switch. It's it, it's ready to go. So why would everybody drive in for the morning sales meeting now? That sort of thing. I, do you think it's going to change that drastically? I don't know, but I found it a really interesting conversation, and it's posted at armstrongandgetty.com. It's one of our extra-long or extra-large podcasts. It will change. I don't know. Uh, Pat, who was the guy we were talking to, I don't know. He seemed to be thinking it would change a significant percentage, you know, 30%, 40% change in the way we work. I, I could see more like 10 well, I see, but, but like he's a, you know, he's been a business owner in his life. I, I think the business owners might decide, why am I paying for all this office space and the electric bill and everything that comes with it when these meetings are going fine without people being here? Well, so it might be, a, might be put upon employees. Right. Uh, the, the cheery optimist that I am, I was talking about, we'll figure out what we're missing and overcome it. But I also think that a lot of companies and employers are going to realize, oh, here's what we are missing, not being together mm. uh, at least a significant portion of the time. And I'm not sure there is a way to make up for that. I, I remember reading something recently that the big, giant trend toward telecommuting uh, had reversed 
in a lot of offices. Oh, really? The, yeah, they realize, nah, this just we're not as efficient. Um, huh, that's so interesting. I, yeah, it probably depends on what you do, how you do it, and frankly, the individuals involved. So, yeah, I don't know where it's going, but I have little experience with regular jobs, so I, I you know, I wouldn't be aware of that, but um certainly the technology is way better now than it was even a couple of years ago. I mean, oh, Zoom yeah. has only been around for a year. Yeah, yeah. And the more you use that sort of thing, the more comfortable you get with it. You know, I I had the advantage of having uh, uh, horrible arthritis, so a couple of uh, surgeries, and so I've worked and done the show from home for weeks at a time. Um, and the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. But I don't know. It's a really interesting conversation, that aspect of it in particular, though. Well, it's, I'd but encourage so- you to listen to it. But as you were just saying, some of the why uh, TV shows are in a big, st- expensive studio with lighting and makeup and all that sort of stuff is just convention because that's the way Sid Caesar did it. So they're still doing it now. Oh, yes, Sid Caesar. <laughs> Seventy years later, does it need to yeah. be that way? I find David Spade's show to be every bit as good from his living room with his guests on Zoom as it was before. It's not as polished, but the ultimate impact is the same it's all about the words and the jokes so i just wonder if so much of driving into a building and having a cubicle is just because they did it way before computers or it was even possible to work from home right well you know and i hadn't intended to get into this detailed discussion of this but i like the topic we'll get to the navy captain who was fired from his aircraft carrier gig in a couple of minutes but um i think especially in the early days of tv when the great sid caesar applied the planks um a lot of the artifice a lot a lot of the lights and color and, and sound and everything that amused the hell out of people and and the content was fine in some cases it was brilliant but at this point, I'm not impressed by a shiny studio. I've seen it sure. seven million times. Right. Spade's joke made me laugh out loud because it was really, really good. And so, yeah, we might find out that a lot of the artifice, a lot of the going into the office, it's just not necessary. And we've been doing it just because we've been doing it. I don't know. You know, if God forbid the coronavirus takes me, and something will someday, I, I, the one thing I'm going to be mad about, I hope not to pass away mad, but it's <laughs> with all this stuff i'm so curious oh, right right yeah but anyway so listen uh, as a lot of you know so you're gonna I be joke. mad your your dying moments you'll be mad yeah i'll i'll never know if tiger king was convicted i'm, I'm being cheated over here cheated uh so the uh, the u.s navy is near and dear to my heart as my brother is an active duty naval officer um, I'm an active duty naval gazer, as it turns out. And there was a, a moving, um, scary plea from the captain of one of our gigantic, beautiful aircraft carriers saying, listen, we have a terrible coronavirus problem on this ship. The Navy is not helping us. We need to get the sick guys off. We need equipment. We need cleaning. We need blah, blah, blah. And it, uh, that letter found its way to, I believe it was the New York Times, wasn't it? Um, and uh, got a tremendous amount of attention, of attention. He was removed from his gig. They fired him as the commander, um, saying he created a panic by sending his memo to too many people. Well, do and, you have a, a sense from military people whether or not they think that was cool or cowardly or heroic or whatever? Uh, the actual writing of the letter? Yeah. 
Oh no! You know what the the interesting thing is, and as usual, is being misreported by a lot of media. The problem is not the plead uh, pleading for help and the expression of what was not being done correctly. It was that he sent it to too many people, including maybe the media. Mm, uh, You don't. And and whether he was involved, he says he wasn't. It was sent to quite a number of people and leaked to California newspapers. That's right. It was the L.A. Times. I think they got it first. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's about chain of command. It's not about um, expressing uh, discontent. Although anybody who's ever served in the military knows, and this is why we always say be respectful of the military, but like any other institution, don't be worshipful of it because there are problems that need to be scrutinized and solved. Anybody who's served in the military knows going up the chain of command, sometimes you run into people who are more concerned about covering their butt than standing up for the fighting men and women. Um, so well, it, it's hard to say what percentage of which he got fired for, but uh, he's fired. Well, that lack of willingness to uh, you know speak truth to power because it might get you in trouble is exactly why the Wuhan virus spread around the world. We have more information now how that got started in China. Also want to talk, um, there, there's more information out. This is the most important thing I've read in the last 24 hours about... Um, how much of the coronavirus you get in you has all to do with how sick you get and uh, ways to control that. And if you're if you're not hip to this, it, it was new news to me more or that, less. That's so odd, huh? Yeah, you'd think it would yeah. just get in you and, and replicate right. itself, but that's a huge factor. It, it absolutely is. This is something you need to know, and it might make you feel a lot more comfortable, uh, depending on your situ- your situation.